Okay, welcome to episode 124 of the Tau Life Talk podcast. This is KC, and I've got some friends with me that you might recognize from other episodes, including our old podcast, Those Geeks You Know, but you guys have been on Tau Life Talk many times. Introduce yourselves. I'm Bob. I'm Dave. And I'm Lauren. Hello. Hello. So... We, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit, so Chris and I, when we record, we usually are pretty structured, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to do... We don't do that. We're actually not as good about that, <laughs> which is fine. It's like freestyling. It's, it's a yeah. little freestyle. So right before I literally hit record, Dave was on a high horse talking about, um, not in a bad way, you were on a high horse, but it's not in a bad way. My horse um, was high. A podium, how about that? You're on a podium. Apple box. Apple box about, uh, wow, about how... We're but, in a golden age. Yeah, the growing medium of uh, of comic books and comic book related media, movies, TV shows. Um, so, you, so you were talking about how you like you like that, and you're you know in an effort to encourage that. You may not like certain movies, but you still kind of support them. You still kind of go see them. You buy them on DVD and so on. Uh, my question to you is going to be: Do you think that this medium of of comic books and the popularity of comic books is this something that's here to stay, or is this just been worried a ten... about the bubble? Yeah, burn. it's like a ten-year <clears throat> fad, and eventually we're going to be more regulated. We're going to have that one or two occasional movies, but nothing. Oh, Lauren's got her hand up. Well, I was just going to say before he even dives into that, uh, because you guys all read comics, I don't. So this is what brought me into this world. Like mm-hmm. the movies are what got me there. Obviously, you guys like to tell me about them, and I like to listen, but. I don't think I would be as involved if it wasn't for the movies. So it's bringing in a different audience. Like it's, well, it's right, but, drawing attention. But to your own point, you just said that, you know, we read the comic books and that you don't. So right. did it bring you into that world or do you just know of that's, it now? I guess you know, I mean, I guess you just you're aware it exists, but Well, it's spreading this it's spreading the general story mm-hmm. to a wider audience that may not have been they that wouldn't have had access to it originally. So you're getting you may not be getting more comic book fans, but you're getting more fans of the content, if that makes sense. So my thought is yes and no, because it's been 10 years strong, at least for Marvel. Um, and the important thing for me is that they build different characters. So by doing a Black Panther, by doing a Captain Marvel, you're now bringing in younger girls, minorities, people that may not have necessarily related to a captain america or a tony stark bond didn't get old bond's been going for how long casey it's over 50 years so if that can keep going for that long i think that as long as it doesn't become repetitious and like with anything it doesn't become stale and you can create new characters new storylines that's one thing i think that comics have that most mediums or medias don't is a plethora of great stories to tell and different types of characters um, you're starting to see them, like Black Panther was nominated for Oscars for Best Picture. Um, so I think they're starting to be taken a little bit more seriously. Uh, and I think that more people are going to see them. I think you'll have your divide between the casual fan that doesn't know anything about Captain Marvel, but might go see it because it's a Marvel movie and they like those kinds of movies, and yeah. us who sit here and talk about them and, and read about those characters and stuff like that. But I think that as long as those stories, as long as it doesn't become formula formulatic formulaic formulaic um where everything is the same and you're doing different characters and and i always go back to the story 
my friend Daryl told me about, and Daryl's a black guy, about how his kid, he couldn't get his kid into comics, ever. He's huge, Daryl's a huge Spider-Man fan. They were at Comics Etc. and walked by a Miles Morales comic, and the kid is now obsessed with Miles Morales because he saw someone who looked like him. He could relate to Right. Him. So, so as long as you bring those characters in, I think you're constantly creating a new audience. I, I agree with that, um, but I guess my point is, is... He he got in the story you gave. He got brought in because he saw a comic book. Do we think that the movies and the TV shows are bringing fans back to the origins of the comic books and back to those stories, or is it simply just making them aware that those media's and that story exists? I mean, <clears throat> I think it's both because nowadays when you read a comic book that's about the Avengers. It's Robert Downey Jr.'s voice you're hearing. It's Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Like, mm-hmm. they look like them. You know what I mean? Star-Lord looked a certain way, and now he looks a lot like, you know, Chris Pratt. You know what I mean? Like, the, the Michael Keaton effect, if you will. Influence. Yeah, so, like, you know, Batman's about to hit its thousandth issue, Detective Comics, in a month or two months or something like that. And he, he turns... 80 you know which is insane like it's been around for that long like the only way you can do it is you have to keep reinventing um you have to you You have have to to. keep reinventing and and the same thing like to your point about bond there's been i can't remember how many right now off the top of my head like seven people who've played bond and then bat you know batman is coming up probably almost on seven when we get the new movie like i think there's a there's a person for everybody in these characters um miles is definitely like oh wow there's a mixed you know, half black, half, I think he's a Spanish kid, you know what I mean, or Puerto Rican kid, so um, I think that, I don't know necessarily if, like, Lauren is just going to start reading the comics because she saw the movie, like, there is a disconnect between that, Um, but I think that at the same time, it is creating a lot new fans to the genre in general of, like, oh, okay, this is a comic book movie. Me as the non-comic book fan, but fan of the content that is being created because of the comics, did I not just spend a car ride convincing you that you need to watch The Umbrella Academy? Right, which I would agree is the same type of genre, same type of medium. You know, the it's the not a good comic the... though. <laughs> I don't like that comic. It's not. It's it's very hard to get into. Yeah. Well, that's from what I've heard because again, I don't I don't personally read them. A lot of people say that they have an, a hard time reading that writer's work. Not that it's mm. bad, it's just difficult it's to very, follow. That's it. I, I will tell you this. very difficult to follow. I think the one benefit I get out of it, out of seeing the movies and TV shows kind of uh, become more popular and more relevant, and um, it is I am now aware of some of the story arcs that I'm reading or have read and their impact and how big they're going to be. And they take, for example, um, the Diamond Select toy I just showed you from the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. Like, that's a story arc that just recently came out and, and you know, is, is you know, wrapping up or wrapped up. And I'm very aware that that is going to be The Dark Knight Returns. That is going to be a big story arc that we're talking about 10 or 15 years from now because of its impact on the character and his story. Yeah, that, that's cool to see. No, I mean, like, I, I like that, too. Like, that character, if you guys don't know the Batman Who Laughs is, check it out. Um, yeah, it was something that really came good. from Dark Knight Metal that Scott Snyder wrote. 
and Greg Capullo drew. And now that character has his own arc with Scott Snyder and Jock, and now he's going to be a big bad in DC's next thing. It's all villain focus for the next year. Good. About all their takeover. But that's beside the point. What do you got? <laughs> I, I was just going to say that, like, the other <clears throat> cool thing to me is, like, it's not just Marvel and DC. Like, there's literally stories out there for whatever you want. Yeah. To oh, yeah. That's there's true. saga. There's Umbrella Academy. There's the whole Malar world. There's image. There's... Image. Like, there's people who, like, for, for small story example, like, I was talking to someone about the movie Wanted the other day. No idea that that is based off of a graphic novel or off of a comic. Like Men in Black. Men in Black. The there's Mask. So, I mean, so there's stuff, stuff that's that, been around forever. Right, there's so much stuff that it's coming out that appeals to people that even if, say, they are like, oh, I'm sick of these comic book movies. Well, did you like this? Because that was also a comic book. Movie. Right. Like, um, they don't even know. Like, there's so many different stories out there that it can capture anyone's imagination. And that's why I think that as long as you're not just doing Iron Man 15, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, every year you're putting out the same movie, I think that that will start to i i think it will temper any bubble burst well there there are so many good comic books and there are so many good story arcs within those comic books that some of the movies and tv shows that are coming out are based on good plot points that i've forgotten about like because there's so many it's just one of those that oh i completely forgot that happened yeah to me it's just like when they do movies based off of a book and people are like well that's a good book like the, i forget the name of the movie that melissa mccarthy was nominated for best actress for I have no idea. Oh, where she's the reporter. Yeah, I don't she know. Was, doesn't she, she, like, pretends she's famous authors and becomes pen pals or something. Oh, like really? That. Something like that. Okay. But that was a book. So what's the difference between making a movie off of a book and making a movie off of a comic as long as they're mm. both taken seriously Nothing. and it's not just campy there's, and there's, corny? There's no, there's no difference. Well, that's what I'm saying. As long as it's not treated campy and corny, you're fine. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say is I think we're at the point in time where we're either getting remakes of movies or we're getting a movie that's based off of a book. And exactly, why can't we do... Yeah. A movie that's based off of a comic because to me a comic is just a visual representation of the words that were in a book it's more thought out it's funny that dave uses the word campy because again uh in a mini podcast we were having on the way over here (laughs) i was just telling lauren how something as simple as like the orville i don't know if you guys watch that tv show at all i know what you're talking about i love it and i absolutely love it i was telling lauren that i could you can really put your finger on why i like it and the reason for that is because it's a comedy based on like a Star Trek type universe, but they're not making fun of Star Trek. They're not, it's not, a, it's not making fun of the geek. It's based, they, they take the Star Trek aspect very seriously and they just put comedy in it. And it's funny and it's done well and it's not campy. And I don't feel like I'm being laughed at. I feel like it's, we're all laughing and it's, mm-hmm. it was good, it was really good. And there's even sometimes where I think campy is okay. Like, you and Chris do, like, a lot of 80s stuff, and some of that stuff is kind of campy, or, like, when stuff comes out now, they... Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and there's a there's there's an audience for that, and there's sometimes where, like, you need that, um, and over-the-top stuff and stuff like that, like, and that's okay. Um, my thing is just when you put out, for example, like, a Black Panther, like, as long as that's not campy and cheap and it's taken seriously and it is the, um, like, kind of the movement or the it needed to be taken seriously because it is what it was mm-hmm. and it's done that way. I think that that's awesome. And I, I remember when they, uh, who was it? Is it Miller and Lord, whoever did into the spider verse, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah. So when they did their Oscar speech and they were like, it was crazy to me to see different kids come up to me and be like, Oh, there's a Spider-Man that sounds like me, blah, blah, blah. That's why we do this. Like you can take that seriously and mm-hmm. you can create new fans and constantly like 
make a stream for people to come see and i think that that's that's awesome and that's why my soapbox was that i hate when people are the almighty geek who have to bash everything and not let people appreciate what they appreciate yeah you don't have to like something to just not bash it right 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 um i do want to say shout out to brian michael bendis who created miles morales yeah. not chris miller and phil Lord. no well, I didn't <laughs> no no but i'm saying like it's weird like i love that movie i've already watched it like three times since i bought it on tuesday and i watched all the extras yeah and there's like a little part with brian michael bendis and i'm like i wish they would have spent more time of Absolutely. there's no extra that's comic to screen and the only reason i think i figured it out is because Marvel owns the comic, yeah. whereas Sony owns the characters. Mm-hmm. Further cinematic point of view. And I think maybe Marvel is just like, no, you can't talk about the comic book because we own that. That's the only thing I could wrap my which, head around. Uh, which I, I, don't, which I hate. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you want somebody well, to talk about your stuff and say, draw the audience? I know, and you have more people... Go, oh, let me go, go buy all go these back and buy Marvel. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Oh, the creator talked to me about it. Oh, well, that's great. Like, I was... That was the only thing about all that extras where I was like really angry because I was like, oh great, we're gonna talk to Brian Michael Bendis. He's gonna talk about why he created the character and Ultimate Spider. Blah, blah, blah. Just didn't didn't happen. Just I also still think that Into the Spider Verse should have been nominated for Best Picture. I don't think it should have <sighs> won, but I think it should have. I wish nominated. animated movies. They are would... sometimes like Up. Up was nominated for Best Picture. Was it? I I think it was. that's that time when they expanded it to ten. Yeah. And they let in more things. That's why. Like I do. Yeah, I think that. The Spider-Verse especially should have been Just uh, nominated. nominated. Didn't have yeah. to win. Nominated. Yeah. I do want to say one more thing about uh, what Dave said Steve earlier. <laughs> I think that what, what we find most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, is that the geek uh, and nerd community are definitely more welcoming. And the reason for that, I think, is because we, we understand that a lot of our... Um, fandom is put into fantasy and, you know, whether it be dragons or space adventures or whatever. And, and just because of that doesn't mean it should be made fun of, like, give us a serious, albeit, you know, funny type movie in the, but take, take the environment and take the character seriously. Cause that's what we do. And I, that's what I kind of like seeing is that, is that, that type of media taken more seriously. And, well, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones yeah. is Walking my favorite Dead. TV You know show what I mean? Like Game of Thrones is about cannot wait for the new season. Dragons and exactly. everything else out, and isn't it? Yeah. No. No. It's April. Oh, no, I don't watch it. And it, it's gonna no, be like twelve <laughs> episodes, yeah. an hour and a half not each even. episode it's or something ten. like that. No, nope, not even like six. I heard it was like eight. Oh, you're right. You're right. Six I don't watch or it, eight. It's it's very short. Yeah. I guess this is it. Yeah, this Mike, is it. Mike but they are an hour and a half. So yeah. But they're doing. Are they doing a prequel? Yes. Which they're, is gonna be they're awesome. They're doing another show that's like ten thousand, like some way ridiculous before. amount of time yeah. before. Yeah. And Which then, is good. But I'm, yeah, I'm fine with that. Two, aren't there gonna be two? Minimum. Is winter still two. coming? Here's here. here's my oh, thing. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm fine with you keeping it in the same like world and taking me back five thousand years. If you're gonna do that. Don't give me episode after episode of references to the original because I'm expecting I such. I don't think well, it will be. I'm not saying it will be, but I'm saying I've seen other type of shows do that where it's like I'm gonna rewind forty years, which is fine, but then just make it based in the same world. Don't give me tie-ins to the characters that haven't even been born yet. They can't. It's like it's. The time frame is literally, it's like 10,000 years. I know, but it is the same family. They're doing the same, like, you'll have the, um... I don't 
the Starks know. in the North. I don't, I don't think know, so. man. Yeah, because the Starks have ran the North the entire existence. Yeah, of this but world. I don't. I, but how far? Why do we have to stay in the same? Why do we have to stay in Westeros? Yeah, I don't think it I is. I don't think it I, necessarily. I think it is. I'm pretty sure well, it is. But you another know, podcast for another. Yeah, time. <laughs> we need a Game of Thrones. Podcast. I don't care whether or not it is or not. Cause I don't watch it. But I don't. I, as someone who watches other shows that that happens with, I don't. I don't mind subtle nods. Right, subtle's yeah. fine. But if you want me to take this seriously, you have to make it different. Right. Don't give me thirty minutes of an hour show that's based on references. Right. I don't want. It. I don't want right. that. Give me something where I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, because yep. that's cool. That yeah. little hint. The yeah. Little, oh. little Easter egg. But I don't need. Yeah, I don't need constant reminders of what I used to watch. Right. So we're gonna move on from that. Um, no, no, it's fine. No, it's, it's a good discussion. Uh, so Bob had a couple questions here um, about. So here, I'll, Dude, I'll just say this one. Yeah, let me just ask him. So I understand, or I've heard, well, I through, I've heard through rumors that Disney's doing their streaming service. Um, so a couple questions on that. Number one, when are we getting that? Do we know when? Fourth quarter. So later on this year. Do we know yeah. how much it's going to be? Or is it, like, is it Netflix? I can basically download it and just watch all Disney shit Yes. 24-7? So the way that Disney Plus is working is that you'll download an app or whatever on your tv whatever it will have categories pixar disney marvel star wars within that so pixar will have its own content uh, disney will have its own you know like there's a lady in the tramp live action movie just for that for an example star wars is getting the mandalorian and cassian andor show marvel's getting the loki and uh, scarlet witch show and <clears throat> bucky and cat or bucky and falcon Possibly. So everyone will, so you'll have, you'll download it for one thing, but then you can go within these different That's areas. Do you have to pay individually? Nope. Like nope, one, one cost to rule them all. And then are they going to, do you know if they're going to implement some of the Fox properties that nope. they've bought? Completely separate. Uh, Fox stays on Hulu where they're a majority shareholder right now. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. So my, my, go ahead. My, my, my shoot off question from that is I am, I used to I used to hear that the Marvel shows on Netflix were being canceled or otherwise moved to the Disney app when they when they came out with it, and then I heard that Netflix canceled them on their end because I basically big middle finger to Marvel. Like, what's the truth? Is Marvel and Netflix beefing? And if so, what is it? Fuck Netflix. Why would Netflix continue to pump? I'm money? on a big fuck Netflix rant right now. Because I can't find, like, everything is just TV shows. It's not like when I first got it, it was, like, movies I would want to watch. And now I can't even find a fucking movie. Everything is, like, I don't know. And then it gets canceled as I get into it. Like, I don't, I'm just done. I disagree. I think Netflix content is so large that, yeah, yeah I wish they kept Punisher and, and Jessica Jones and all that. But I'm, I'm, I have at least just... 15 things on my watch list that I have to get through. Also well, why pump all of that money into these huge shows when... You're just going to have to turn it over to Disney in a year anyways. Well, so so, that, so they didn't, they what's going to. on? So to answer your question, from the best of my knowledge, obviously I don't work for either company. Casey's right in the boardroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's A, the contract for those Marvel shows renew every year. Right. So Netflix can decide every year, am I going to keep this going? So with the Disney streaming service and coming to that decision of knowing that Disney's taking all of its movies away from them yes netflix in part was like well we're not going to continue because eventually you're going to take them anyway right. that's one part of it the other part of it is they wanted them to like shorten up the seasons and make them more concise because one of the biggest critical problems Who did? is 
Netflix. Dis- Netflix Dis- wanted Disney to short them. Marvel, yes. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around. No. No. Marvel wasn't like, we... No. I thought no. Disney was saying we want to change it, and Netflix was like, we want to do our own thing, stop trying to mess with us, and Disney was like, nope, and Netflix was like, screw you. No, I think it's the opposite. Okay. I think I it was... Net- Netflix was... When you do a 13-episode Iron Fist and it gets critically shit on, do it less episodes yeah. because we've had success. Netflix doesn't have to keep to... It has to be 8 this season. It has right. to be 10 this season. It has to be 13. They don't have to. They can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. So, like, I just binged this dating around show. It was five or six episodes. You know what I mean? It doesn't... And that's a season. Yeah. So they can do whatever they want. So I think they said, based off of our model, you should do this. And... Disney was like, don't tell us what to do. We're Disney. You know what I mean? So, again, that's another, like, head-butting thing. But really what it comes down to more than anything is that we're opening up a streaming service with everything that we own on it. Why would we, say, go to Netflix for some and go to us for some? Like, that's really, like, from a business 101, you wouldn't split up your assets. You just wouldn't do it. Well, my question with that is... I, I feel like we've talked, I don't know if it was on the podcast or just in general, in <laughs> about, yeah, right, about uh, the last Marvel movie that's being put on Netflix was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Why do we continue to get Disney movies on Netflix? Like, Saving Mr. Banks is coming to Netflix in March. Saving Why? Mr. Banks or that yes. Christopher Robin nope. show? Saving Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks is... Oh, what is that, like four years old? It is, point? but it's still a Disney property. So why is Disney going, like, if the whole idea is we're not going to put other movies on, I get we're not going to put new movies, why Why distinguish? It's probably still the end of that contract. Like, through 2019, they're still in Friends, you know, with Netflix, but that's it. So they've already contracted. Probably. Hey, we're going to. Hey, for the year, tell us what we're getting. But new, no. I think it's interesting to watch a company like Netflix start off with basically we'll spend a you know gazillion dollars just getting good movies and good TV shows so that we can draw the audience in. And now over the years they've gotten to the point where it's like I don't want your TV show because it doesn't you know conform to our model that we have success with. And a lot of the popular shows now are Netflix shows. I mean, they've got to, and I'm just spitballing here, they got to hold at least three or four of the top ten spots. And that's that's interesting to me is that they, they, they're they now putting out such good content at such a high rate that they don't need that, you know, input from outside forces. The original content. Yeah, they started as like a, almost like a video rental store. Like, yeah. Right? Like you that's would, literally what they said. Yeah, like get yes. a disc in the mail yep. and it was a streaming service. <clears throat> Then they, I think they, right now everything is about content and original content. That's what all these media conglomerates want is original content, constant content. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool that they're creating original content. I'm just personally sick of getting into their original content and then having them cancel it. I think it's also interesting, like, sorry, um, one more, the Scorsese thing. They showed a trailer for the Scorsese movie during the Oscars. The Irishman. Irishman. And that's weird to me because it's like... On Netflix and in theaters. Like, why would anyone go to the theater to see it? If you Bob, say your thing, and I'll answer those questions. So I, the other thing I think is funny, and I just want to point out real quick, is that Blockbuster had the uh, chance of buying Netflix for a very small amount of money a long time ago, which I think is hilarious. And number two... Would it I, have been what it is now? Re, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I also think it's great to see a company like Netflix, especially living in a city like Rochester with Kodak, that adopted an early tech and... 
it is totally transformed the company into something that there's no way they could have expected. And I think it's just a, if you get on board with this stuff early, you can be the front runner and you can be the person who, who decides what happens and not somebody who's trying to get on the bandwagon at the end when it's already left the station. I could quite possibly have a whole Netflix podcast for how much research I do into this company because I love it, even though I hate some things about it. To your point, no, but it's going to be two of the same. So to your point about developing all this stuff and like mm-hmm. blah, 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 like at that time, like they just bought all these properties and now they can distinguish what's good to what's bad. Mm-hmm. There's no difference between that and network, network television. Like literally zero difference. That's a good point. You can it's get really into Firefly point. after one season, and then Fox pulls it oh. off, and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, <I like laughs> the greatest sci-fi <laughs> show ever in the last ten yeah, years. I like how you gone. bring up Firefly because anybody that knows you knows that's like your sore spot. Everyone loves Firefly. That's your bruise everyone that's never gonna go I, away. I, so there's I, no difference. I agree with what you're saying. Just right now, the wound is fresh with. That's with fine. Netflix, so but that's my. That show has gotten you so upset. Uh, like all the Marvel shows. Punisher and then was so friend, good. Friends from college, like Kate and I are into that, and like we got like six episodes in the first season, and then which is only like eight, but then they put out the second season, yeah. and then like a week later, like yeah, this is canceled. I'll, I mean, just refer to you to that one episode. I remember a Family Guy where they're like, remember like this show, and they go through all the things that Fox has canceled, and yeah. it's like. 30 shows that some of them are good, most of them are bad, but it's just right now. I think what happened with Netflix is yes, they go, here's built like literally billions of dollars that we're going to spend to create new content and buy up all these different things from around the world, which is really mm-hmm. smart too, because they don't focus on just America. Castlevania, right? phenomenal. Of course, but they are now in a position where they can go, this isn't good. Like where it was like orange is the new black house of cards. And I don't even know what else. You know, like, those are, like, the big the first original blocks. ones. Yeah. yeah. And they can, and those have been going on forever. It's just now that House of Cards is ending. But, of course, that was a different reason. But now they're in a position where they can say, it ain't working. We're, we're good. Right. We have enough other stuff that we don't have to keep things yeah. going, even if the ratings suck. Let's I will, take this I will money say that I do, something new. Correct. Yeah, I will say that I do love Netflix for picking up Lucifer and saving that. That's I love a that. fantastic show. Right, and there's certain it. things that, that they can do. Yeah. do you, I mean, it's obvious that they did this um, throughout their, their existence, but do you think it was a conscious thing to say, we're going to throw all this money at new content, and while we do that, we're going to do some some analytics on the data and figure out exactly what people want. So round two, we can, like, pinhole. Like, we know that the five four out of the five shows we, we do are going to be successful. There's reasons so, they don't share their data. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> well, obvious they did that, but do you think it was a conscious thing, or do you think it was just kind of data they collected and... Again, I could tell you... <laughs> there's a, there's, Casey there's, knows exactly there is, why. There is some research into why how they do the thing. They will never release their ratings but before like because this could be a whole like i said netflix podcast but how they figure out things is they want people to be able to check as many boxes in one in one show as humanly possible in order to know it's a success example stranger things 80s boom nostalgia boom sci-fi boom kids boom fantasy boom like it has all these boxes and that's how they rate things is that they pick a bunch of blocks and they say, if you can go and appeal to all these different things, then we know that it's a success. That's how they measure it. So Stranger Things is one of the biggest ones. And then, of course, there is some things that are, like, literally, like, super, super niche, like, uh, to make a murderer. 
I mean, the blocks are true crime, documentary, I don't know, murder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not as many, but, like, again, some things catch, like, wildfire, and they don't know how it's going to be as successful as it is. But, um, anywho, that's just a small, ta- you know, taste into what Netflix is doing. But it, right now, the thing is with Netflix, and, again, I actually, I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on to a different category. <laughs> it could be, I could get Boy, bogged down. I could get bogged stay down. Stay tuned for a future episode. I was say, yes, let's, yes. Let's schedule that oh my down. God, I love Netflix. <laughs> so the other the other thing I had that I was hoping you could touch some light on is, uh, what, six, eight months ago, we had all these greenlit Star Wars spinoffs with, uh, you know, not just a Han Solo movie, but they had a Boba Fett movie and they were doing a Obi-Wan movie and so yeah. on. And then Solo didn't do as well as I think they Disney had hoped. Correct. So what's what's still greenlit? What what are we still gonna get? And what got canned? Stay tuned for April. Yeah. When they do Star Wars, that's the only movie they're doing. Star Wars celebration (laughs) for April. It's coming out. Stay tuned in April. They'll announce everything else that's gonna come. But do you know anything ahead of time? I have some ideas. Can I just say that like the thing with Solo is exactly what I was talking about earlier, where like these nerds got on their high horse and decided they were going to bash it before it even came out. And that hurt it. So I, I don't know much about the know. Star Wars lore. I know there's a lot of it. I know that the Star Wars movies are like 5% of this world that they built. Um, and I know that whole, um, Solo didn't get great reviews. But I waited like six or eight months after it came out and finally watched it. My take on it as, as kind of that outsider was I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie that I enjoyed watching. If you had told me this was just another movie that existed in the Star Wars universe and it wasn't Han Solo, it wouldn't have changed my opinion on it. Like it, it, it was a good movie. I didn't see it as a strong standalone Han Solo connected to the Star Wars universe type movie. I just thought it was a good standalone by itself. Would you have enjoyed that content more if it came to you in ten episodes instead of a two-hour? Um, movie? I, my, I like when they take side characters and give them a tv show i don't like when they take main characters and try to give them a tv show like if you han solo is a main character i could see a boba fett spinoff because it doesn't need to be tied into any star wars movie stuff other than it's boba fett eventually you know boba fett winds up here because he's there in the movie but other than that it's just going to be completely new content i'm fine with that I don't like giving me Han Solo and then you got to play into how he bumped into Chewbacca and you got to touch on how he met um, Lando. Lando. Like, it just, th- these are all characters I've already met and I don't want to see him interact with them again. Give me something completely different that I haven't seen yet. That's that's kind of my take, I guess. Though technically just... we had never seen it because... Right, but I, I knew <laughs> he met about... these people. You're yeah. telling me a story that I already know the outcome to. Give me but something I, new. My question, I guess, is... You know you're going to get the content. Would you have preferred to see it in a miniseries rather than a um, feature-length film? I, 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 Do you think it would have done better? No. I think a movie gives me two hours and it's done and over with rather than dragging it out to ten. Like, prime example. He gets... Uh, spoiler, real quick, if you haven't seen the Han Solo movie. He gets thrown into the... She pit. hasn't seen it. It's okay. It's, it's, Go it's ahead. been too long now. At this point, you should <laughs> He gets thrown into the pit and they talk about this creature that's going to come out and eat him alive. And then you see Chewbacca. I... No longer think this creature's going to eat him because I know they become friends. So you've already spoiled the end of this, like, fight that they're having. I know that either one of them are going to die. It's, like, stuff like that. I, I just I would have liked to have seen something different. I was just going to say that I think, again, part of the problem Solo had was it came out after Last Jedi, and people were so mad about Last Jedi that 
that contributed to people like bashing it before. I remember people were bashing it before it even came out, and it was the whole Kathleen Kennedy thing and all that shit. And like that's the kind of stuff I'm talking. I, I was talking about like why ruin it for people? Like you're a Star Wars fan. Instead of getting one movie every ten years or five years or whatever it was, and then nothing for how long? Now you're getting more stuff. You should be happy. Whether or not it's the best Star Wars movie ever, every time, you should be happy that every three years or every year now, you can go see a Star Wars movie. You should be happy about that. Not be like, well, fuck Kathleen Kennedy. She ruined Last Jedi and and Luke did a weird milk thing and it was stupid, so we're going to bash Han uh, Solo. Like, I just don't understand, I don't understand that thought process for, for fans, with air quotes. Yeah, that's, a, that's another... That's a huge area of contention for me as a Star Wars fan is, like, be happy that Star Wars is here. Yeah. And it's it's not going anywhere now, especially owned by Disney. But, like, everything isn't going to be for everybody. You know what I mean? For every, like, Iron Man, there's an Iron Man 3. I still like, <laughs> I still like Iron Man, and I don't even hate Iron Man 3, but it ain't the best Iron Man movie, that's for sure. <laughs> 2 isn't either, so. 2 isn't either, but it at least connects to the greater good. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, for me, I just I just accept whatever. Like, I consumed a lot of Star Wars. Like, I read the books, <laughs> I read the comics, I watch the cartoons, I, like, do it all. But I know, like, this is better than this, and mm-hmm. I prefer this over this. It doesn't mean, like, because Last Jedi wasn't great that Han Solo's gonna be sucky. Like, it doesn't... Well, those correct. kind of things, like, I don't like Brie Larson, so this movie sucks. Well, okay, I don't want a female superhero. Okay, like... And, but you're a rational thinker, like... I am. Like, like, <laughs> I am. Well, what, I'm, what I think is, like, okay, Star Wars is your favorite thing to do, like, not specifically you, but it if, is. if you're... <laughs> like, Look around the room. <laughs> if you are... If you're anticipating this, and you are so looking forward to this, because this is your favorite thing, and you're finally getting more content... And you are so let down. I can understand people speaking out to it because you're now that thing that you love so much is getting poor representation. And now yeah, maybe somebody true. who hasn't seen a Star Wars movie and this is their fir- first step into the world, are they going to continue? Are they going to become the fan that you are because that representation sucked in your opinion? To so you, I, exactly. Yeah. So, so I can understand being upset and passionate about of it. Of course. But don't ruin the experience for somebody else because who knows if they're going to have the same feelings as now. Well, not for nothing, but by by being angry about it and bashing everything that might come out in the future, you're killing you're properties. Service, yeah. Well, you're killing properties that might become your favorite. Like, yeah, sure, you might not like Last Jedi, but if they were going to do a Boba Fett movie, that might have been your new favorite Star Wars movie, and you might not get it now because True. of all the backlash that Last Jedi got. Or mm-hmm. a kid might never see that movie and become a Star Wars fan because of the backlash, and they cancel stuff. These are rational thoughts, though. Do you, as somebody who is so passionate about I'm not a franchise... Rational. Well, but this is a rational thought that you're I'm having. Sure. Like, if you're so passionate about, this is the property that I follow this is the one that I truly love and it goes poorly. Do you think you're necessarily having the rational thought of I'm killing the franchise if I say I hated this one? I think it's okay to have an opinion, especially if someone asks you, like we're going to run through a bunch of movies and we're going to give opinions on them. But if my, my friend wants to go see a movie, I'm not going to be like, Oh, you're stupid. Fuck that movie. Like go see it. Let me know what you think about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not going to stop you from enjoying something that you may enjoy because I don't like what they're doing with the characters or they're not following the comic or or whatever it is. It's kind of, to me, like, 
uh, people who get mad that Human Torch was Michael B. Jordan instead of a white, blonde-haired dude. Like, I don't care if an elephant plays the character. If they do it well, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not that fan. I'm not saying that that's the way that they should do it, and I'm agreeing that, yes, go out and kill these franchises because you're so passionate about it. But I'm saying, like, I I understand both sides. It's a story. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to be careful because, uh, on one hand... You do want to give your opinion as somebody who you know likes the the franchise or the media um, um, medium. I mean, uh, but on the other hand, you don't want to sit there and you know kiss ass to a movie that you didn't like or you know bash a movie that you you didn't like or whatever. So I think you know it's, it's fair to give your opinion. Maybe don't harp on it, but it's fair to give your opinion, good that, or bad. That's what I'm saying. If you're asked, give it. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's entitled to their opinions, whatever it is. We're going to fight about different things that we are into or not like into. Literally, I might even, to in the Yeah, yeah. Time. And even I might say, like, Bob, you're Today. an idiot. You want to see Detective Pikachu, which I want to see. I do, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I, but Dave might be like, you guys are dumb. That's exactly what's going right. to happen. So, that, that was a spoiler. That is the conversation <laughs> yes. that so, will happen later. But I think more than anything is for all these people who talk shit about Star Wars, Marvel, whatever, every single one of them will see those movies. They will pay their money to see them. Because that's the bigger thing is like if you really don't like something, don't go see it. Don't give it money. Let it die that way. Don't but bash, you won't because you're an idiot. Don't bash it on yeah. like Rotten Tomatoes and then go pay to fucking And then go pay because you will. Twice. Because you're yeah. going to do it. That's that's my thing. Is like It's the stupidest thing in the world to me. I'll be in line for when we were in lines for Star Wars movies. <laughs> right? And people will be oh, God, I, I hate the prequels. These are so stupid. Why, why are, are you, you here? standing here? <laughs> why are you? Yes. Why are you here with me at midnight? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Like, just don't, if you really don't want to, uh, download it illegally, or just don't watch it ever. (laughs) Download it illegally. Can can I just say, this is not even, has anything to do with the rest of the podcast, but I miss midnight releases. Like, the death of the midnight release is something I miss so... Um, We're going to have to disagree on this. I'm an aging parent. I love that I can be home by 10 (laughs) o'clock. I got work in the morning. It's just not the same experience, because... Okay, movies are supposed to come out on Friday. I can go to a nine o'clock showing on Thursday. Seven, seven p.m. Yeah, like it's obviously. not the same. You had people waiting in line who were you, so excited, just like you, to be there waiting. You gotta and do. Now, you gotta do one of two things. You can either move it up to seven thirty so I can be home by ten, or have it come out Friday night so I can sleep in Saturday morning. Like I got work and stuff. I can't be yeah, up to midnight. Yeah, I got two kids under three. Like, <laughs> fuck well, well, now I'm the person who's like, I'll just wait until Tuesday when I can go see it for five dollars. Perfect. I, I I would still see everything. I would pay. We are about to. Go yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Next week be, we're going. I'm, to. I am one of my biggest fears is having things spoiled. Like I don't like when things are spoiled. Yeah. So that's why I'll go Milk. as early as possible. Well, I have to go. I have to now convince Milk, yes. I have to convince Dana that we need to go, because she isn't worried about. She's not in the world that it'll be spoiled. Whereas I'm like, no, I'm I'm like you guys. I need to go. Yeah, yeah. I'll exit. Like, but you won't go with me, and I need I need to I'll wait like, for you now. Yeah, I'll stay off Twitter. I'll stay off Facebook or whatever. I'll go on Instagram, and someone will put like a post of like yep. the end scene. So I don't. Yeah. That's why I don't do this. Yeah. So. I'm I'm. Lucky LinkedIn. in the sense that I don't really care about spoilers. LinkedIn. Like if somebody you ruined, don't care. Well, if somebody ruins I it for do. me, it's like I'm gonna go see it anyway. It doesn't really. Like, I'm but gonna be shocked whether you tell me or whether I watch it. Either way, I'm gonna get that shock. I'm gonna go see it see, anyway. Like Kate's like. But the, they put so much effort into. 
ooh, here's the twist, or who, here's this no, character I, you've I been get it. to see coming. I get why other that. people would be upset about it. I'm just saying, like, me personally, I don't So really had you spoilers. known that Vader was Luke's father before, spoiler alert, before you saw the movie... <laughs> I did. That what? would have... I mean, I did. You, I wasn't. You, you were as surprised as you would have been. No, like I, I wasn't alive, or at least I was really small when Star Wars hit theaters. So, but if someone told time, you, what, 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 I see dead people. What it's was, Bruce Willis. Wouldn't you have been like, well, you fuck. actually you somebody, just, I'm not gonna watch somebody did ruin that movie for me. So yeah. it, it, really, it really doesn't bother me because like when, when somebody okay. tells some, me that, some I'm people like, are actually what? into it. You, you didn't know the whole movie. It's crazy. It's something yes. like a crazy twist. Some then I watched the movie and I'm like, oh, I totally like get why. How many days did I spend with Bob at work and he would just be like, okay, give me a movie and he'd tell me the whole plot. Yeah. Yeah, see, Kate doesn't care when things get spoiled either. Because Some people she, like it. Well, she doesn't remember. Uh, like, I'll literally, oh, that's true too. Like, I'll literally be like, hey, Bruce Willis is dead. And we'll watch the movie. She'll be like, holy shit, babe, Bruce Willis is dead? And I'm like, I literally told you that 45 minutes before we watched the movie. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but I thought you were talking about car crash. She doesn't remember anything I tell her anyway, so that doesn't surprise that me. Doesn't but surprise that's a different me. podcast that's for a different day. I think wives. that's a really good point to take a break. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a Tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, second. Okay, we're back after those commercials, and the second half of the show, we're going to go through the rest of the year, um, March through December, about what we're anticipating, what we're excited about Come to the theaters. There will probably be some evil debates. Uh, Lauren will probably have to run away in fear. <laughs> or because of work. <laughs> one of the one of the two options. But let's get into it. So uh, this first weekend in March, we're recording this on the 2nd. There's really nothing I care to see, um, so I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> What's coming out? Medea his... Family Funeral. He's got his hand up. You want to talk about no, that? No, listen. Here, here, here's, here's the... the I, I do not want to talk about it. I suggest you just read off everything that's coming out, and if anybody is interested in seeing that and wants to comment on it, we stop, we talk about it, and we go on to the next one. And if there isn't, then we just go the next week. We just go the next I'm week. Gonna, I'm going to do that kind of, because there's some things that I don't even know what they are, and there's some things that like I really just have zero desire to talk about um, like we don't like stretch Medea family like, yeah yeah do your so thing. i'm gonna say next week captain marvel 
Captain Marvel for sure. Are we talking about that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, excited to see it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm excited to see it. I know nothing about Captain Captain Marvel. Um, I'm excited to see if there's any sort of tie-in, which I'm sure there will be, into the next Avengers movie. There kind of has um, to be since of what to happened be. at the end of, end of Infinity um, War. But that's really about it. I don't really have any opinion on it, to be honest with you. I'm excited to see... I think we talked about Netflix checking off boxes. I think there are so many boxes that can be checked off for Captain Marvel that I'm super excited about. Like, I'm excited to see the female lead i am excited to see the 90s movie like that that is exciting to me i was born in 91 so i mean that's the time i was around for it don't shake your head at me (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited about that like the that's we talked about using the word campy um Mm -hmm. i almost feel like there's a little bit of room for some of that in there not i don't want the whole movie to be but some Something could be funny like that, but... Uh... I, I do have one tiny, and I'm saying tiny, concern. And that is, is that the, this entire Marvel Universe, at this moment in time, seems to be hinged on Captain Marvel and her ability to get involved somehow with what Thanos has done. And the, we're talking about characters that we have been watching and getting into for 10 years... And now it's all hinging on a character that's completely brand new. So I'm a little tiny concerned that if this doesn't go well, it could ruin the end of the Marvel tenure. I like the way that you phrase that because if you... So I listen to Pandora all the time and one of the commercials is Captain Marvel. And there's a quote... um, Basically, they're saying, like, how do you expect us to put the fate of the world or the universe in one person's hands? And she's like, I don't really think you have a choice here. And that kind of, to me, just sums up exactly what you just said. Because not only is it for Captain Marvel, this one movie, but we also have to think that this whole universe is yeah. now, like, in current times, also dependent on her. So it's, right. I, I'm, like, where you're nervous for that, I'm excited for that. And I think that... Obviously, it's Marvel, so they they plan it that way. But like, even the even the marketing is like showing you. Marvel has a great track record, but let's not confuse a great track record with you know bulletproof. Um, like Casey Fair. mentioned earlier, you have Iron Man two, you got Iron Man three. They've had some movies that have not Thor been stellar. World. Exactly. So again, I'm not saying I'm not saying Ugh. that I'm very worried. I'm just saying there is a fragment of concern that if Captain Marvel doesn't go well, we're gonna get this bleh ending to a ten year build up. So there's a reason they haven't commented on what's coming next. <laughs> I completely understand where you're coming from. I'm gonna say what Casey always says in Feige we trust, and also even if this movie is not that good or not as good as everyone anticipates it's going to be, I don't know how that can really alter the fact that she's going to be, while a big piece probably in this in Endgame, there's still everyone else. So it's not like Endgame is solely going to be about her, where I kind of think of Infinity Wars like a Thanos movie. I don't think Endgame is going to be Captain Marvel 2. No, but I'm saying at this moment in time, we're left with just that pager and that symbol. Yes. That but, is the hope we have right but now. Also but from the, people. Yeah, also from the Endgame trailer, like Ant-Man's out of the... Microverse. The in the realm, quantum zone. the quantum realm, like that's got to be something. Like, right. There's still whatever Doctor Strange saw, the End Game. Um, 
Like, there's so many other things, and this th- whole thing has been built. I remember reading, I read an interview with Feige where he was like, you know, we took all the, we heard all the criticism about our villains not being great, knowing that at the end of 10 years, that was going to happen at the end of Infinity War, and that we were going to do it Thanos. Like, he was going to be that guy. And the whole time that people were complaining about the villains, he's like, I was kind of just like, just wait, you'll see. Like, we'll do it. You, we just have to wait for it. So I think that, like, they've planned things out so far that even if this movie makes $100 million, which I think it will by Saturday, yeah. um, I think I think it'll be fine. We just listed off Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World. We've listed off a handful of movies, and yet we're still at this point. So one movie that isn't phenomenal doesn't break Marvel. So it's going to continue. So, I mean, even if it's not the highest grossing movie of the Marvel films, it's still going to push us forward in the story to get us to the next point, which may be 20 times better. Like, so, it, it, we're going to keep going. There will be more. I, I'm, at the risk of starting a, a whole other debate. Um, Sorry, <laughs> One of the things I heard in, in a separate um, podcast I was listening to that really echoed with me, um, and it was about a different um, you know story arc in a different movie genre. But they basically said like don't don't take one story and spread it over three or six movies that I have to spend out. I mean that's a TV show. The movies, while being intertwined, should have independent story arcs. So when you tell me that, you know, it's always, it was always kind of like, you know, wait, wait, you'll get Thanos eventually, you'll get Thanos. It's like, that's not how it should have been. It should have been, these movies are great standalone entities, and when you put them together, it's like a, a Lego castle. It just gets better, not necessarily needing to I be mean, tied together. I think that's kind of what they did, though. I think that's exactly what Marvel did. I think sometimes in a book, a chapter is a little slow, or sometimes in a TV show a season or an episode might be a little slow, but it's to get to the that point. I think that's kind of what Marvel did. I agree with that. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're you're telling, you know, three books in three movies, or Hobbit, three movies <laughs> in one book, which was not, it was more of a failed experiment in that sense, but, like, who's to tell you that a movie needs to be a singular thing? Who's to tell you that a TV show needs to end in eight episodes or 48 or whatever? Like, it doesn't matter. It's what the filmmakers decided to do. It's what was presented to us, and you accept it because there is no other option. So we can go and speculate on what it could be or couldn't be, but right now, to Bob's point, Captain Marvel seems to be the thing that hinges the entire cinematic universe on her hands, possibly. But to everyone else's point, Captain Marvel ain't it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole group of people who are probably going <laughs> to die to usher in whatever Phase 4 is, which we don't know at this point what that is. Just tying off of what you said, I mean, Marvel has created their own beast in a sense anyways, because <clears throat> who else has told a story over no 10 one. years? No one. So, Absolutely no one has ever done yeah. anything that they've done. That's my point. They, they've destroyed box office records left and right. They've made... A completely cohesive universe that never existed before them like they they created their own genre within their own franchise that's and that's the thing with infinity war to me was like you had all of these characters and sometimes when that happens the movie is a clusterfuck and i didn't feel like it was i didn't feel like anyone got shorted on screen time um while i still think that in my mind that that's a thanos movie i feel like everyone else still there's still I, i watch that movie like probably once a week at work while i'm answering emails and like there's still like 
scenes where I'm like, oh shit, like this cap scene was awesome. Oh shit, this Thor, Thor's probably my favorite character in that whole movie. And that's crazy to me that they were able to do that. And the only other thing I can kind of compare it to, and this is not a shot at you, but Justice League to me was kind of like a clusterfuck and I didn't like how they did that. Whereas Infinity War to me seemed like somehow they made a movie with 20 characters and none of them felt slighted. It didn't feel rushed. And to me, it felt like they told the whole story that they wanted to tell, which is no one's ever done that before. No one's ever had that giant world in one movie and kind of not effed it up. Tying reference back to one of our old podcasts where we were talking about, they were talking Infinity War would be a heist movie. Is that really the feeling you got from that movie? Because it's not at all what I got. That's what the internet said. Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, doesn't mean Kevin Feige said that. Right. Right. Did you get that sense at all? No, but I mean, I didn't. I, you know, who, unless Kevin Feige comes out and straight says this is what is going to happen, unless he tells me well, how he to think, will. I just don't think. That's it. He never <laughs> really. will tell you what's going which to happen. Which is well, which is why I don't go in with any expectations about this is what's going to happen. Yeah, people are always going to speculate. Yeah. And I think Marvel has also done a great job of throwing things at you to make you speculate yes. on other things yeah. to keep you surprised. Yeah. Like the whole Hulk being in that giant Wakanda battle, like in the trailer. He's Hulk there, is there, and he's not. And that's not in the fucking movie. Like yeah. I think they've that's done the a Hulk great, suit, right? yeah, I think they've yeah. done a great job of kind of keeping people off of their trail. Yep. To surprise people. Yeah. And like I distinctly remember at the end of Infinity War, the feeling and the quietness in that theater that I've never experienced before. In another, like I've never had another. Usually, a Marvel movie ends, everyone cheers, or a movie ends, people clap, whatever it is. Theater is fucking silent, and yeah. that's I think the what they wanted to accomplish. And they did it, and I, I don't know, I, I just, I'm excited for Captain Marvel. I don't think it's going to be my favorite Marvel movie by any means, but I have faith that it will be entertaining and good, and that it will be the next chapter in the story that I'm even more excited to watch in a month. It's the vehicle that gets us to where we need to be Yes. Yep. in, in the story. It's an Uber ride to Endgame. So that's <laughs> one movie down. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. So that's March 8th. The next couple of weeks, meh. There's something in there that he wants you to talk about. I'm not, no, not specifically. I'm just saying, like, but what, just what kind of goes in this me. list, what would you want me to say? I, I don't know what, what's in the list. Um, Captain I know State, triple, don't, I don't know what that is. Triple Frontier, isn't that the one with Ben Affleck? Yeah, but like, it's going looks, to Netflix. Yeah, it looks halfway decent. I'm excited. Like, I mean, I've gotten, I've seen some publicity on like ET and stuff about it, and I'm, I just saw the trailer this morning. I'm excited I to have see. No idea. Uh, I didn't know people still watched ET. Like, what's is this, this like a nightmare <laughs> for you? It's what's his face from uh, Sons of Anarchy? There's a lot of people. Charlie yeah. Hoonan, like yeah. Oscar Isaac. Like the cast is insane. The movie looks <clears> good. I'm not saying we gotta spend just, 15 minutes on it. I just, but I guess I'm just saying what like, it? it's like basically like a military type of movie where like these guys are shot down a plane like they're not in the military they're like um they're mercenaries aren't mercenaries they? and they're like shot down in a plane behind like an enemy country or something like that and i mean i couldn't i can't tell you a whole lot about it i just it looks halfway decent and yeah, yeah I'll watch I, don't, it. I have no idea what this movie is about like i said we don't get to spend 15 minutes on it but i just want to yeah it's yeah really i'm sorry out. like that's all right that movie moving yeah. on yeah that's that's it <laughs> uh okay so next um us march 22nd that is the Jordan Peele, Jordan Jordan Peele, Peele movie. Yeah. Super excited about I that. I think actually. it looks awesome. I do too. I waited a long time to watch uh, Get Out. Get Out. Until it was, I think it was like on Netflix. And I was like, I'll watch it now. And it was amazing. 
It was but, amazing. Like, it was yeah, really well done. I want to go see this one in theaters, but I'll need to find somebody. Cause this one looks good. The Twilight Zone okay. he's doing looks good. <laughs> this, so, to me, the cool thing about Jordan Peele is, like, one of my, and you'll probably disagree with this, but one of my beef with <laughs> horror movies lately is everything is formula formulaic formulaic whatever that word is it's a formula that is followed it's gory it's not suspenseful it's not original and i feel like everything don't know what horror movies you're watching i feel like jordan peele is has found a way to make original creepy he makes psychological thrillers he doesn't make slasher how about this he's made one movie guys yeah that's fair he's just made one (laughs) he doesn't do a bunch he's made one and we're getting another one this one also looks like when i saw it i was like oh that's a cool original Original idea again that's all i agree it, it makes me feel like i'm watching american horror story because to me american horror story is what you were describing it's it's original it's got I feel like the it was. creepy. Well, yeah, yeah that's fair. That that original me is seasons. formulaic. I'm almost if I if I'm if I'm in his position, I'm almost scared now because I feel like, um, and what you guys well, just got said, got nominated for an Oscar. Right, and, and, the and bar what, is so high. And what you guys said and what the internet has been saying is that yeah, the bar is set really high. His first movie was phenomenal. It was good. It was suspenseful. It made you think. It wasn't formulaic. So, and now we're gonna get a second one that's kind of pretty big bar to jump over well and... what's he supposed to do just lay down and be like i can't no, no, stop no. it i'm just saying that I'm never like, gonna work again. even in some of the comments you guys are making you were you were almost speaking as though he's put out this you know universe universe of great <laughs> movies and it's like nope he's one for one yeah. movie in like so he's gonna have bad movies every every director does yeah. every... Sure he, will. he was he was with that keegan michael k dude right and they were comedy people so yeah like, I was that I think that's more that's another part of why I'm so impressed by it is because it's just completely he different went from than one end to wa- the other. Yeah, what he was yeah. doing. Twilight Zone looks amazing as well. Twilight Zone does look good. I think it just depends. Like I always think of like Jim Carrey, The Mask, and then one of my favorite movies of all time, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Two completely different movies. It's, it's actually funny you said that. Cause someone at work was saying, "Oh, he's a great example of being typecasted." And I think in what? Because <laughs> I think that so what other like maybe like Truman like what else is he doing? Truman Show twenty two number twenty three is it number twenty yeah twenty twenty three Cable like Guy that, uh, Man, Man on the Moon yeah. Man like, on the Moon yeah but ca- Cable Guy was a dark comedy like I okay so the Cable Guy but he has done so many like dramatic roles which I think he purposely is, tried well, to Steve Carell's another guy I feel like that did it really well like switch from one to the other like he's able Dan to in do real life he wants to every once in a while even um what's his name Will Ferrell will do like. Uh, I think straighter. I think people have trouble taking him Those seriously. Those don't do well. They don't do well, but Robin like Stranger Williams, Than Fiction is a fantastic. Yeah. Robin Williams tra- attempted to do it towards the end of his career with. Robin uh, Williams still did it with Good One Hour Hunting. Photo and Insomniac. Huh? Good Will Hunting wasn't a comedy, right? Good Will Hunting's not a comedy, but the one that's Captain My Captain. Oh, um, uh, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, and that's like in the eighties. Right, but Good Will Hunting and Dead Poets Society were like the only two movies he didn't that weren't comedy, up until like. You know, one hour photo and you know Insomniac, which was at the end of his career. I mean, he literally did two in thirty years, and then did like five in five years. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. You know, there's plenty of people who who go and do different genre things, like even um, like what we're gonna talk about. So Dumbo comes out on the 29th. Like uh, Tim Burton has done Batman, and he's doing this nice mm-hmm. happy comedy Alice in Wonderland. Then he goes and does Beetlejuice and. Directors can do whatever the fuck they want. He almost did Superman. 
Yeah. yeah. Death of Superman. I'm not a Tim Burton guy. So Dumbo, who wants to see that? I've, I haven't seen any of the live actions except for Beauty and the Beast. I'm excited to see good. like Aladdin. And maybe we haven't gotten the, there yet. Right. Well, what do you just, think about Dumbo? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just when it comes to the live action, I'm not super excited to really see any of them. Okay. I don't think it's something that I'm. I'm part of that group that's like you have these underrated Disney movies that you could totally make live action, and I wouldn't bad an eye like Treasure Planet, Atlantis. I'm one of those people that do those. Don't give me these movies that are that should be. It's just not. Animated. It's not live action. You're giving me a CGI version of The Lion King. Mm, there's a lot of Lion King. Okay, yeah, Dumbo. Dumbo is the different. only one that right. I will argue. You're right. You're right. Dumbo's got a lot of the actors in it, but the, I mean, it's not real elephants flying around a circus. It's it's you brought in some trans uh, trapeze people and a couple good actors, and you're giving me a live action Dumbo. It's it's completely live action with the exception of one character, which is a. An elephant. Oh, so the, the, I'm sure there's gonna be a talking bird scene that'll be real talking birds then. I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's. Well, I'm saying you don't. You don't know. Nobody. But knows. I'm saying like I'm I guess not... it's, it is live action. Like there's there's allowed to be CG characters. Like is Who Framed Roger Rabbit a live action movie? The no, main character no. is a cartoon. Don't think so. that. Right, but it's also, <laughs> it's also not the only character. It's, they go into a cartoon world. But I'm saying like so. Uh, Dumbo is a live action movie. Yeah. No? I don't know. What's the answer to that? <laughs> the answer is, it's yeah, a live-action movie. movie. Yeah. It's a live-action movie. I'm not excited about Dumbo. <laughs> I'm not a Tim Burton person. Like, I didn't like the Alice in Wonderlands. Like, I'm sure he was good with, like, Beetlejuice. You like Batman, like, though. Batman, who was it, 30 years ago? Sure. Like, yeah. It's actually literally don't, the 30th anniversary say, this year. Yeah, I don't care about Tim Burton. I don't like a lot of stuff he's done recently, so I, I'm not excited. I'm sure it will do good, because it's Disney, and... People will go see it for nostalgia. Yeah. But yep. to me, he's kind of like, I know you'll probably hate me, but he's kind of like in the past. It's fine. I think uh, for these, to your point, Lauren, they make these movies because A, it makes money and it makes sense uh-huh. to do it financially. And B, we always have Dumbo or Ghostbusters or Turtles or whatever the hell it is that they decide to go and reboot. We always have the original. So if you really don't want to see it, you just don't see it and you right. watch the old one. True. It doesn't like it's not about us. It's about our kids yeah. who are like, "Holy shit, that elephant can fly and I believe it because I'm a small child." I think I'm <laughs> I, I must be yeah, I must right? be part of a gener- of a of a small, you know, one-year generation or maybe it's just me and my family. But like I don't remember ever being Dumbo being a part of my child, like I, no, it's I before was, it's before us. There right. was a Dumbo, but, that, but that's like my point. Like I never read the book, I never watched the movie. They're rebooting it, great. I have no interest in seeing it because I don't even remember the story. Like I just, other than it's an elephant with big ears who flies at some point. Yeah, there was a Disney Dumbo TV show, Dumbo Circus, when I was growing there up. There was, and it was people. It was on the uh, Disney Channel. It was actual. It was live action, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. So. This I think that I think idea. it was like it I think happened. it was like a puppet or something like yes. Dumbo. But other people were live like it was a live yeah. action show. So this is not a new idea. No. <laughs> All right. So moving on. April fifth, uh, we have a lot of them. Pet Cemetery. Thoughts. Pet Cemetery looks decent. Um, I'm excited to see how they did it. I can't say I'm thrilled. It doesn't look like it's going to be amazing. 
but it's definitely going to be worth a watch, I think. I'm on the opposite spectrum. I really like the trailers, and I'm, I think it's going to be really good. I'm really, actually really, that's one of the ones I'm actually really excited about. I just want to take this opportunity to go back and watch the original again, so that's going to make me happy. I'm excited. I, I actually really love the first movie, or the original movie. Um, the original movie, because there is a Pet Cemetery 2, which I also like. Um, Isn't there, I thought there was more than just There two, may be three, three, maybe, but, uh, you know, this, this is one of those, like, Stephen King, every few years they go and decide to go do everything Stephen King, because he has so much work. And because it, it did well. It did yeah, well, and we'll talk about that, you know, so Pet Cemetery, yeah, I'll watch it, like, fine, it's it's another horror movie, sure. great, I'll watch it. Shazam! Captain Marvel. I'm excited because it looks like DC's, you know, gonna do a really good job on this one. Like I'm, uh, this looks like a decent, or, or a good DC movie. It's big. <laughs> so I, I have kind of multiple sides. Like I have friends that are like, "What is this?" Because they don't know and they think it looks corny. Yeah. Um, I am excited to see it again because I, I, I will watch anything comic book related. Um. I just hope that they don't try and turn him into like their Deadpool, like that. No. Over the top comedy. No, I don't think so. That's that's my yeah. that was my worry with it. But I think like Aquaman was good, so build on the momentum, keep going, like have another good DC movie. Do we actually get to see The Rock, who's been under contract with DC for five years and never done anything? Will he be the end credit scene? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I hope so. I mean I think this is their feel good family movie. Yeah. Honestly. I think this is their big. This is like superheroes don't even though they are clearly in capes and flying and all that stuff, like you can make a, because even in the Marvel world, we don't have a feel good family film. Like this potentially could be that where yeah. it's like good for all ages and everyone's leaving guardians. Nah, they're assholes. Come on. He talks about Jackson Pollock painting. That's not for kids. My, <laughs> all my friends' kids love, like, No, of course they do. It. Every kid loves bright colors and they're, you know, the color spectrum in those. Not colorblind kids. Okay, most kids like bright colors, so all the Guardians have a different color palette, and it makes sense to do it like that. But, you know what I mean, like, in a, a talking raccoon, like, great, get again, CGI film. Not <laughs> action, it's not a live action, because Groot. <laughs> We're going from DC's, like, dark and brooding and We're giving, giving the colors. totally opposite, yeah. 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 Which, which, which might make them successful. Right. Well, hey, right? Aquaman... Aquabro did money. Extremely, it's their most profitable film and, since ever, actually. And yeah, and he period. Rocked, and he rocked a scrunchie at the Oscars, which was weird. But I don't know, man. I don't have hell on hair. I can't tell you how that goes. It wasn't in his hair. It was on his wrist. Oh, uh, April twelfth, <laughs> we have some movie. Hellboy reboot. I'm excited for that. Super excited about that. I just watched the Red Band trailer this morning, and. The, when the first trailer came out, I was like, okay, so he's playing the cop from Stranger Things, just in a red painting. Have you watched the original? Um, yeah, but I, I liked the original. I, I liked the, the original one was decent. The second one that came out, that gave us way more fantasy characters and the whole fantasy world, and I loved it. And then there was a big push by, um, uh, who's the guy that Ron played? Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman to get the third one made, and I was like, that would be phenomenal. They want to finish out the trilogy. And then so when we got the reboot, it was like uh, a little little letdown. The first trailer was kind of okay. And then the second trailer that I watched this morning, I was like, okay, I'm getting a little more on board. It looks like they're going to put a lot of fantasy characters into this. It looks like they're doing a decent job with it. Like, I'm, I'm excited about it. 
Yeah, I same thing. I watched the first trailer and I was like, why are we not just getting Ron Perlman? Because this yeah. is horrible. Yeah. And then the second trailer, I don't think it's so much fantasy because actually that's the reason why the third one didn't come out is because the creator of the comic was like this isn't my comic you're going in this fairy tale realm that Guillermo del Toro lives in which is great because he's one of my favorite directors keep doing that stuff but for Hellboy he was like I'm fighting monsters, I'm fighting creatures, I'm fighting, like, dark evil shit. Not elves and fairies and goblins and okay, all. Like, he's, yeah, not, he's just that. not into that. Yeah. So that's why it got shut down. Is the creator when I say like, I'm you're done. seeing more fantasy, I'm seeing, like, like, in the trailer they show some giant... Yeah, creature, like, no, no, but I mean, like, evil. Yeah, evil. evil yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, you're right, 100%. But, no, you know, and I I was actually arguing with people that it didn't need to be rated R, and then when he said that line, I was like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> he said that, that's great. And my wife and I both laughed hysterically. We were like, okay, we want to see this now. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be good. Like, I'm excited the trailers look good. I like David Harbour. You know yeah, I mean? like, oh, yeah. It looks like he, he, he's taken the role serious, as serious as can be. You know yeah. What I mean? like, so, I, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm still holding out hope that the third one's going to get made, though, from the original. It's not. It's, it's not. not. Uh, It'd be cool to see. It, it would be great. Uh, the other one I want to talk about was, I don't know, did you guys see the trailer for Missing Link, the animated movie? The, uh, yes. I feel like I did. I think I've seen one trailer. Yeah. Like, so, to be honest with you, I think the trailer looks bad. But the company is the company that did Coraline and Paranorman and Kubo and the Two Strings, the stop-motion animation company called Leica. Um, I have a little Coraline doll over there. Like, they just... I've never seen stop-motion animation look the way that they do it. So I was like, I don't want to see this movie, but I will still see it. Probably at my house, just because... I don't know, you guys... Well, two of you guys have kids. I don't mm-hmm. know, do they like that kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure if it's if it's good and it's well-received, it'll be on some sort of streaming platform that I'll watch eventually. It's not something I'll be going to the theaters for. It's not yeah. something I'm marking on my calendar, but... Okay. Maddie won't like it. <laughs> All right. She like doesn't like things with villains or that are scary. Like we'll watch Disney movies, and then as soon as like the villain shows up, she's like, I don't want to watch. This you have anymore. to see that. It doesn't look. There's no. Oh. It looks like a normal. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. He's like a. Uh, you almost look like a yet. There's like a Sasquatch. It's like big, yeah. He's like a Sasquatch. Oh, I have seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's no. a Sasquatch. Oh, that looks funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I don't. So there's another movie that we're gonna talk about that I think will be her first cinematic experience. Uh, yeah, April 26th, Marvel's Endgame. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not it. Her but first it's cinematic it's requirement. Why is everyone dead? <laughs> it's happy. They're all, they're all going to come back. So, no, Why is Grimace so angry? I mean, we None can, of us don't want to see this. Right? Yeah, we no. can spend an hour and a half yeah, talking about this movie if you want. Let's just say no. What we, is I, it again? I think we're Marvel? all excited to see the culmination of a 10-year experience yes. that'll ravel... Or, um, uh, Unravel. Uh, rival anything space. we've ever seen before. I'm sorry, wasn't that Infinity War? Isn't that yeah. exactly how you would describe Infinity War? Ex- yeah, and it's, just, and it's the second half of can. that. It's the second half. I mean, mm-hmm. these are characters that are essentially the benchmark for a whole generation. I And we're going to see it. I think, I, the, want... I think the more entertaining thing would be to guess how many times Casey and or I go see this in the theater before it's out. Yeah. I don't, the over-under is probably like five. I'm... I think the main, like, obviously it's the next step in the Marvel Universe, but I think I'm just excited because it it has to change everything, because you don't know, they have not announced anything 
this. They've announced that there is a Black Widow movie. There is an Eternals movie. Those True. things are going to happen. But, but there is no specific. But like, there's, there's no dates. Nothing. There's no like. Have when are they shooting? Like nothing. I, I think we're gonna take a break. Out. But that's. I don't think we'll take a break. I think they are because they should have. They should be filming right now. There should be something in development. Maybe there is. We don't know. Maybe, but I like, don't see how you. How can up, they if, keep that a secret? If each if each movie makes a yes. hundred to two hundred million dollars or whatever, they all make a billion dollars. Close to that. So you're missing three billion dollars in the next year. Like they I gotta think, do something. I think at ten years going strong with two to three movies or more a year, you can you can take a break. You could take a year off. Who's to say? Just kind of. Go to the beach. <laughs> but who's Just, to say that these huge names aren't gonna help with the uh, shows? Yeah, they're doing. They're, they haven't they announced a Black Panther, Panther two, yeah. a Doctor yeah. Strange yes. two. Yes, so that's so, what I mean. Like, I, but they're coming, they, but they don't have. Like, how do we know they didn't film a bunch slot. of that when they filmed the first slot. ones? The first Black Panther, they could have filmed extra. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they're. <clears> I I don't see how a company with shareholders is like, yeah, we're gonna have to figure out how to cover up because next year we're not going to do any films and that's like but they're three billion dollars we'll have to streaming figure. service it's not gonna be three billion dollars uh, i don't know man it's i think i think maybe that is the like like casey if said you, maybe if you, you had, take a year off and that becomes the focus for that year is getting the streaming I, service if you took you, say it's ten dollars and what do we need then like one hundred mil- million subscribers you need 100 yeah. million. no more than that 300 million to make three billion right you're the accountant they could do it I yeah, don't know. I, I don't think, think that's do true. Plus, Disney. I'm, I'm thinking with the content that they're gonna have. <laughs> I think with the content that they're gonna have, and I think with seeing what Netflix is going through now, trying to raise the price, it's not gonna be a ten dollars service. It's probably gonna well, be, it's gonna more be like fifteen seven or twenty. Or, no, they already said it's lower than Netflix. Really? Yep. To start out. Yep, seven or eight. I bucks. don't think that's a wise move. I think it's I gonna, think it is. They need I think, they need three million people yeah, to sign up. No, for agreed. It. But I think, I think one of the biggest issues that Netflix is running into right now is that they've tapped out the American market. They're getting over. They're like they're, they're still getting growing and getting big in in Japan and China and those kind of markets. But they've tapped out the American market, and now the only way they can make more money in America is by raising their subscription price. And they're going through such huge backlash the last two times they tried to do that. Do you see so uh, Netflix? Yes, we'll talk okay. about. I mean, I'm not saying I care. The, the Netflix. But I'm just podcast. saying I that. I longer pay for Netflix. I think that I right. think that Disney we could look at that and say, you know, rather than start off behind the eight ball, let's just do fifteen dollars, and then we don't have to worry about it for the next five years. Anyway, the yeah. Marvel's End Game will go. It's 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 for it's like I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not even saying you're right. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying there's too much content to argue over. Yes, because we could. Let's that's the later. Netflix podcast. Okay. Yes. Uh, May 3rd, Ugly Dolls. <laughs> Never heard no. of it. No, no, that is. All right, great. May 10th, Detective Pikachu. No. So, have you watched the trailer? Yes. Yes. I have, I never once got into anything. <laughs> this is, this from, is where the line is right here. That's my thing is, yeah, I, I, I grew up in the age of Pikachu. Like, the, the cards. I never once owned a card, played, I never did anything. I never played any of the games on the Game Boy. I never played on the Switch, like, I just never picked it up. I could So this misses me. Okay. I also have never played a okay. Pokemon game, never picked up a card, it's never watched a TV show. 
And when I heard this movie's coming out and Ryan Reynolds was playing Pikachu, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And a bunch of stupid nerds are going to watch this. If you're and then I watched the trailer and I was like, I don't even care about any of that. This movie looks awesome. And I can't wait to go see it. I, ex- literally, exactly <laughs> like Bob. Never watched the show. I mean, I know Team Rocket. I know characters. Right. You're the general. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've maybe tried a video game and was like, oh, this is stupid. And I've done <laughs> Pokemon Go when that was a thing. I did it. But like... For like two weeks. Same thing. Like I don't care about Pokemon, but it's very funny. It looks like it looks to hilarious. me an 80s and 90s adventure. Exactly. Movie. That's it. It just looks like if I was a kid, I was like, this is this my is... Goonies. Like this is my like Goonies. This is yeah, a this for, is if I was a kid. This if is I was a kid. Don't look at yourself. With... Look at your as your yeah. as your child. This is a detective Goonies. movie with Deadpool. I mean, that's yes. literally what it is. If you watch the trailer, Deadpool. he is a smart mouth. He even funny. says ass. What's it yeah, like it's Ooh, funny. He says ass. <laughs> like, as a little bit. It's it awesome. Oh, it it looks awesome. PG. Okay, so here's my thing. I love Ryan Reynolds. I was super excited when he got casted as Deadpool again because of what they did the first time. Whatever. Um, but I've seen a bunch of his movies. I've even seen that stupid R.I.P.D. movie. Um, yeah, that was terrible. I, I, that was pretty bad. It was bad. It, but I, I have no interest in this. Like, Dang. I don't care about... Pikachu. I don't care about Pokemon. I don't care about any of Why that is he shit. Emphasizing it so weird. <laughs> it looks as if he's never said the word before. Like Pikachu. It, it looks. It just looks dumb. Like I have zero. I, I, I have negative great. interest. I think. I think. Maybe it, I'll watch it when I'd rather go see Ugly Dolls. I think maybe. Maybe as not That's being cool. a fan of Pokemon. Sure. I have like I don't. They could butcher the Pokemon storyline, and I wouldn't care because I don't care. About I think. Pokemon I think about. the reason why it does look good is because it looks like it has nothing yeah. like you know they're in it so i get it but yeah. like they're not like i'm not mad about well, training well, Pete, detective Nova. pikachu was a fan made storyline that was added to canon like they this was not made by you know what this is to me this is who framed roger rabbit this is humans that's, coexisting that's with animated idea. creatures it's, that I know nothing about. It's who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's not. what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Would you have come up with that? That's a detective story. No, earlier? probably not. But it's the, it's the so point of like... So this is going to be a classic that no, defines its generation? No, what I'm saying is that to me, it's not Pikachu. It's just some animated character oh. who can talk to a human. That's what like, I think. That's too. how I'm approaching yep. it. I and, and I recognize the characters. Yeah. That's all. That's it. All right, moving on. May 17th. I fell off the couch. John Wick... Chapter three, Parabellum. I, I still haven't watched the first two, and I, yep, that look you're giving for you wow. as an action fan, yes. you you really need to. I've never watched. I feel it like I need to watch that movie on like. Can we watch I, it on your projector? Sometime? I know how good they're supposed to be. It's just not something that I've had the time. Casey, when am I coming over to watch three. it on your projector? Because that's what's gonna happen. Starting I, in ten minutes. I, <laughs> this. I have watched the first one. I have not gotten around to watching the second one yet, but it's even um, better. I my here's my concern. And the reason why I think I've been dragging my feet and watching the second one is because like I see it as like a taken. Like the first one was really good and then the second one they just did the exact same thing over again. Oh, no, yeah, but So better. I'm hoping it's not. So yeah. but I mean with that being said, the third one, the preview looks decent. Yeah. I, I like um Keanu Reeves in the action type character, so yeah. Yeah, I hope it does well. I'm sure I'll see it eventually. Yeah, I, I understand how good they're supposed to be. Yeah. I just have not had the time to sit down and yeah, there's not I, I don't even stay up past 11 anymore, and I can't watch that. <laughs> That's fine. No, I, I get it. I don't like, have Maddie, children. Maddie, we're watching I, TV. Yeah, I don't, I don't even get to I don't have bad, guys. It's Berenstein Bears when they're on. As like, soon right. as you come back from watching Endgame with her, put on uh, John Wick. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but don't get attached if to you puppy. can get a time it's on the list to watch it. But like we talked about the other day, move there's it up. so much stuff move on the list. Move it up the list. 
move it up the list. So I think they're both it's on worth, We're setting a day to Casey's watch pulling the friend card and bumping one movie so that John yeah, Wick... Two movies. That's fine. Casey, you can John watch Wicks. both kids while I have a John Wick marathon at my house. I'll do it. I'm a good big Yeah, for 15 minutes, and then my phone will start blowing up. You have... I watch my friends who has four kids. How old are they? No, no, not the kids. He watches his, his friend. friend. I watch my friend who has the four kids. He watches them watch his kids. It doesn't look that hard. But, well, okay, so the oldest two are eight, but I've watched them since, like, no, I'm since you. they've grown up. Okay. Um, What's next? It's anyway. Screw game night. We're watching John Wick at my house. May 24th. A couple big ones. Aladdin. Nope. So... I I want to see this, and I'm sorry. I may go on this side of the counter for this conversation. I may be the only person to say this. I don't think Will Smith looks that bad as Genie. Like I mean, I get it. He doesn't look like Robin Williams' animated Genie, but he he looks he looks like decent. Like I'm I'm excited to see it. So so I agree completely with everything you said. I'm excited to see it. When I heard about the backlash from that appearance in the trailer that he had at whatever they released it, I forget what it was. Whether it was the Oscars or whatever it was. Um, Maybe the football. I game. think it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, yep. I watched <laughs> that I watched, football game. I watched yeah. it the next day, and I'm like, "What did people think? He's yeah. blue, which you complained about. He better be blue. He looks like a fucking genie. Like I didn't funny. understand what the big backlash was. They're like, "Oh, he's blue. What? Do you want to be red? Like, um, I saw again because I'm on the internet. Uh, people posting the other day that they should have cast Jack Black. Had they cast which would have been Jack awesome. Black, I would have gone to see Aladdin. Agreed. Jack Black, in my opinion, would have been a better cast. But again, I don't think Will Smith looks bad. I just give it a shot. Let's see how how it turns out. I think the problem is, is that it's what they call the uncanny valley. When your eyes can't properly adjust to things that are fake. Right. That is it. It's it's like because his face is on a CGI character, character which Blue. is a, in a body that is not his. So you already have. Okay, my eyes know that that's not a genie. My eyes know that that's not Will Smith's lower half, and then my eyes know that it's not his upper half attached okay. to this whole thing. Like that was it. Like, I, but I understand he's a genie. He's not yeah. real. Blah 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 blah. I think that's the only thing is like as a person, as a human being, trying to look at this. It's like when they do it now with CGI, like even in like Star Wars, where you're like. Well, I know that uh, you know Cushing is dead, but he was in Rogue One. I know he's not alive Plus, yeah they did that he's not gonna be a five-story floating blue cloud the entire movie no of course I'm not sure I, I, like that's what i say is like the majority of the time he's not the right. genie he's a thing or he's an elephant or he's a whatever he right. turns himself into a million or things. he just walks around on legs like right. that's what the genie did in the to movie. me it's no different than like the hulk again like looks kind of like mark ruffalo's face but we it know looks, it's not mark ruffalo but it just looks better that's all it just looks better that's all it I is didn't think it, i really didn't think it looked bad no i know i'll go see it um, oh, I'm going to see it because Aladdin's one of my favorite Favorites. animated oh, yes, movies ever, so I'm going to see it. The only it. thing I'll say, like, people um, are mad that, what is it, the girl is not, she's, like, British, she's not Middle Eastern, the girl playing Jasmine. Well, it's Hollywood whitewashing all the characters, they always do that. Yeah. Well, I thought the Every, Indi- I thought the kid's Indian. Like the ki- Everyone else is racially appropriate. Be. Yeah. She's, like, a British actress. Who's playing Jafar? It's, a, it's like, a well-known actor. I don't know. I saw it in the preview. I thought he was, like, was also surprised. not... I thought I thought from what I read, like everyone is pretty much well casted mm. except for her. I don't know. All right, uh, Brightburn. Do you guys see that preview? I did not. That sounds familiar. So it's the movie that James Gunn wrote, that is his interpretation of Superman. So it's an alien 
that's a boy that comes, lands in Kansas, is this but the instead of one? being good, he's evil. So yes. it's Red Sun. It is. It looks okay. awesome. I'm, I'm intrigued. It's I'm Elizabeth intrigued. Banks. Yeah. Like it, mom, right? Yeah, it, like it looks like a mix between Red Sun and and like what they did with um, so Michael B. Jordan's first movie, Chronicle, Chronicle. like where it's like kind of like yeah. Akira, yeah. where it's like he just has all these insane powers, but it's like dark Superman. Like yeah. that's basically what wow. the movie what is. So. So I just I just looked it up on YouTube real quick, and um, it looks like most of the headlines are either the Brightburn official trailer, obviously, or Brightburn is Superman knockoff. Brightburn is a f- official Superman ripoff. Is Brightburn Superman? Um, but it's. I'll have to watch the trailer like, after we're done with this. But yeah, we'll watch the, tra- the tra- trailer. This, I'll show you. It's great. Yeah, yeah, the it's trailer great. shows the kid. Drawing like frantically drawing these symbols and like it reminds me of like a psychological thriller like twenty three like how he's frantically psychotically or Barry Allen after he got out of the speed force yeah it's just it's an, he's an alien I yeah mean, well what I is mean, he why you know why is he there or did they send it down to destroy the earth like we don't yeah. we don't I, know what's happening I think it's a cool take on the okay if, even if it is a Superman ripoff like it's it's a creepy movie. Like I mean, it's it's gonna be a cool. I don't know if it. I would go as far as to call it like a true horror movie, but it's that'd be intriguing to me. I like think a so. Horror story of a of Superman. Superman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, let's face it. If an alien showed up on this as planet as a baby and had superpowers, it growing up to fight crime is like the best scenario the that best could come case. out of. Like, yeah. It's yeah. highly unlikely that's highly how unlikely. it would turn out. Uh, all right, May thirty first, we have Godzilla, King of the Monsters. That's my birthday, so, and no. Is this a reboot? No, sequel. Sequel. Okay. All to, right. To which one? The one that came out a couple years ago Cranston. with Brian Cranston. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw it. I didn't see um, All right. I mean, Godzilla, King Kong, they're typical monster movies. Um, I'd like to see something different, or at least let the character die for 20 or 30 years before you bring it back again. Yeah, well, they, like every, yeah, they did. because it was 1997, and then the other one was, like, 2015. I, so okay. they did let them I mean, die that, for 20 years. 97? Really? Yes. Yeah. Are you oh, sure? I distinctly okay, remember well, seeing Matthew it. In maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. it just seems sooner to me, because Broderick doesn't seem like that long ago. No, it was, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Um, I'm excited. I mean, these movies have their audience, for sure. My one friend, John, is... His oldest son, Johnny, who's like, I don't know, seven, eight, he's obsessed with Godzilla. Like, everything is Godzilla. And so I think it'll be cool. I just hope they do it well, because, like, there's so many times where they do these movies and they suck. Mm -hmm. That if they do them well, I mean, that's another, that monster universe could make tons of money. I want to see Skull Island get involved with it. Well, that's the next one. Yeah, that's the next one. So, here's the, yeah, the first one I don't think is that great. Clearly, it made enough money because they're doing another one. This one is by the guy who directed Trick or Treat, which I love. So I'm excited to see what he... Because he said, I'm about the monsters. And like that's really what I care about. I don't care about the human story. Um, And then the next movie will be uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. So probably versus... Ghidorah or one of yeah. the other ones. I'm a big Godzilla fan from when I was a kid, so I I, I watch them all. Um, all right, Rocket Man. That's the Elton John bio. Taron Egerton. Yeah, I just watched that trailer this morning. Looks good. I think, it looks I, I think good. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully 
it's as successful as Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, that just seems like something that they might have kind of followed the path on there, but um, I'm excited. I, mean, I think they shot almost simultaneously. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, yeah. it just seems... Right, it's two studios finding out what the other one's doing and saying we have to do a similar thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I like Taren dude whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah. Um, Eggsy. I like Elton John's music. I like music movies. Like, yeah. I was talking to someone about this the other day, like... That's why I want to see A Star is Born. Like, I don't care if people think it's, like, a quote-unquote chick flick or whatever. Like, I like music movies. Like, August Rush is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, I love music movies. Love music in things. Go ahead. Uh, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet. Oh, um, I, I did I see the preview for Rocket Man, and it looks good. With that being said, I hope this isn't ushering in a new, like, biopic decade of Hollywood. Because I'm not, in general, a huge biopic fan despite the fact that Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocketman both look good, and I do want to see both of them. In general, I'm not a big biopic fan. I think they've always done them. It just matters how big the release is. Like, right. These seem like two like Andre... larger-than-normal biopic releases, yeah. and I hope it's not starting a trend. That like, I remember Andre 3000 did, like, a Jimi Hendrix movie. I'm sure Cher will be next, or Madonna, and... or something. Yeah, I mean, I just think that that stuff will have... I just read that, like, Tyrese is doing, like, a, I think a Teddy Pettigrass yes, movie. Is. Pendergrass, I forget that dude's name. Pendergrass. Yeah, like I think that those things will happen because those. Well, again, what, what's his name? Chadwick Bosman did get on up. Yep, get on up. Yep. So I think that I think that again, just interesting stories to tell about these people. But yeah, like you said, I don't want once a year to have that movie. <laughs> but we're okay with eight comic book movies. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like of course, I'm just like I think because that's movies my niche. Every, yes. I don't want somebody else's yes. niche. It's movies for everybody. I think this looks good because in the trailer they showed fantasy elements. Like when he like fell in the water, you saw him like going under the water and playing like music, and then it looked like there was like something on the street when he was a kid. Like it looks like a musical, mm-hmm. so not a typical. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody is just like, here's his story. And I'll tell you what, the story is not great, but the music, of course, is, if you're a queen. Well, they left a lot out of that movie. It was just really, like, it was very cookie cutter. Very much like, how did you come up with this song? They're not going to tell you. And I'm just like, that's why I want to watch this. Yeah, but they can't, like, to do what they want to do with that movie, they can't show him shooting up and shooting like, yeah also like, the people no have... but it's not like that but i mean look think about even eight mile you saw eminem writing lyrics right. oh this oh i saw this on the street or this is working in... rush for like or Argus, like or yeah. a million other movies where it's like to... or ray like this is how i came up with this song to... bohemian rhapsody shows none of that today's point a lot of the people that were involved in the creation of some of these things we're on a lot of drugs. They might not remember what happened. Well, I don't think they, want, they, don't think they wanted to tell that side of Freddie Mercury either. They, from what I've heard in the movie, they allude to it, but they don't go into it. Oh, they don't it. show him well, even Ray, doing anything show him doing but, it. So is that, here's my question. Is that the studio saying, no, we have to appeal to as many audience members as possible. This has to at least be somewhat family friendly well, in the sense that I don't want to see needles I think or naked women or I think it's the estate and the fact that the other members of Queen were so involved I think that that was just kind of their decision was they wanted to paint him in a more positive light yeah and the, I think they wanted the focus to be his music and his genius rather than that's it. his homosexuality and his drug use right yeah. but you have, you have to acknowledge that as a movie gets higher in a rating scale they tend to kind of go more less audience members. Like you, you a G movie everybody in the family can watch. PG, right? Of PG course. thirteen. Of course, from R, a financial like, standpoint. But they don't make these movies for hundred and fifty million dollars like they make a Marvel movie. True. They make these movies for 
50, 60 million so that they're going to get a, some of them it's opening weekend. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I don't know. Anyway, Rocket Man looks good and mm-hmm. I hope it's good. You still here? I am still here. Okay. June 7th, X-Men Dark Phoenix. I want this movie to do so well and it's not. <laughs> it's not. And that's what's so You don't upsetting. want it to, but I it do, looks like, like shit. Yeah. And that's what's so upsetting. Scraped on toast. And... <laughs> A lot of my friends that have seen the trailer have liked the trailer, and I'm like, so here's my thing. Like, A, X3. A, X3, <laughs> yeah. B, you already ap- told me who's dying in Apocalypse, the movie. Apocalypse, <laughs> like, I hated, yeah. and I, yeah. so I don't have any faith. And C, I don't give a shit. They didn't do enough with Scott and Gene for me to give one shit. Right. To me, this is, oh, we have one movie left? We're, we're going to do whatever we can. We're going we're gonna to turn or not. Like, I don't know. I, I don't care. I'll probably see it. But I don't care. Uh, I mean, to go back on what Dave was saying earlier in general about uh, you know shitting on other people's thing, uh, yeah, I've I've lost interest in the X Men movies in general. Um, I don't think I've really made an effort to watch any of them. I've 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 come across them and watched them, but I haven't really gone out of my way to watch any yeah, of but them. But you've probably seen all of them, have you? Um, probably. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't tell you definitively. I guess my my point is is like if people like it and it be, does good, awesome. If they don't, I don't really care either way. I will I, be. More, I won't go see it. I, don't, I won't go out of my way to see it. I will be from where Days of Futures Past and First Class were to where Apocalypse went. That's why I'm disappointed. Yeah. But. When I, the next time I see them, where it does the Marvel logo, and then we see the X Men, like that will be where I'm genuinely excited. Yeah, I went from being huge fans of First Class to exactly what you're saying. Like it was Apocalypse was a letdown, but I'm hoping I, I really hoped that they would have taken it and, like, learned from their mistakes. And I think becoming Marvel, like this, th- that whole switch of everything the rights moving back to Marvel. Yeah. You know that they're not going to move forward, so this is the end, so, I mean... This is the end. I think that was the song in the first trailer. I mean, the, that's the bigger thing, is that pretty soon Kevin Feige's going to be taking this over. Yeah, and, and it'll be amazing. And it's going to be amazing, yep. and this can just Do F right off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't care. Do you think it'll well, be and that's completely my recast? Oh, yeah, yeah, I would. I would go... I don't even want to smell what you had done before. Well, I don't want to see it. I want to see, honestly, I want to see an X-Men TV show on that streaming service. Well, that's, that's With that music or something very similar to it. But like an X-Men show that shows these people interacting as one group instead of their own, this is the Mojitos, or what's her name? Mojito. This is the Mystique story. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they just, these movies, like I get that they read the comics, but at the same time it's like, do you know that the X-Men are a team yeah. and that they for they therefore they do team ups that they all fight together not one and doing their own like it's not like that there's a the Cannonball special like that's because Colossus throws Wolverine like you guys aren't using your powers combined like the best Captain Planet the best of all of these X-Men movies and Fantastic 4 is The Incredibles those two movies get what those core and the baby are has all those powers, but that's what I mean. Like those guys Jack, get it Jack. more than Brad Bird gets it. Like get Brad Bird, who's worked for Disney forever, get him to write an X Men show. That's what I Here's, want. Like, <laughs> didn't they intro? Like, wasn't one of the end credit scenes like Mister Sinister? And yes. They, like never did it, right? Never... Mister Sinister's show is that thing is at the end of Apocalypse because remember the kids take out Wolverine yeah and then you see like at the end there's like a thing that says it doesn't say Mr. Sinister it's the corporation he works yeah, for he but whatever through, yeah so they're not 
So because really, they also literally do not care about their timelines. They do not yeah, care yeah, about their so own continuity. Yeah. So, like, again, you have to wipe it clean. As because Deadpool said, like, which timeline are we in? Yeah, like, you just Stewart don't... Stewart or McAvoy. Exactly. So, and right now it's like, what is this movie? Like, so, like, are they on a new timeline? Jean is the Phoenix, and then she becomes the Phoenix later on? Because at the end of Days of Future's Past, everything... Ha- well, no, because... <laughs> <laughs> Days, Days of Future's Past was supposed to like reset the timeline, and now because of what they did in that movie, we're not going towards that same future that but, we were. But let's say, but what but, happened? But, Apocalypse. But, but if Days of Future's Past, here's the thing: Days of Future's Past, at the end, you see Wolverine getting pulled out of that water, right? right. Which is in the seventies, right? So then, presumably, and then you see Mystique is the one who's pulling him out. Right. So then at the, in Apocalypse, it's the 80s, so Wolverine is in Weapon X, right? Right. But if the timeline got reset, what is happening? <laughs> How does that lead to that Wolverine going into the I'm not now? Saying they did it well. No, I'm just they do it like garbage. <laughs> yeah, garbage. They don't care. Well, they don't. They I mean, just don't di- care. I think the reason why Marvel has been so successful is because... they care about a and, and I, I really think... I. The first time I heard it was when we said it in the podcast, and I really think we hit the nail immediately on the head. Marvel is a comic book company making a movie. These other companies are movie companies making a comic book movie. Agreed. And I think their approach is completely different, and that's why they're successful. Correct. They're not making a movie. They are making a universe. They don't think about... I mean... Yes, at points in time, they think about the single individual movie at a time, yeah. but they think of it as a piece to build a greater universe. And right. I don't think that, no to one Casey's has done point, it. they haven't, they, they're not thinking about what's to come. They're thinking about, this movie is what's happening right now, let's focus on this. But they kind of paint themselves into a corner of, True. I think oh there's, shit, now I, I gotta do this. I think there's some of that, but I also think that... Marvel, I think your your typical movie company is going to get something like a comic book or a, a regular book or whatever, and they're going to say, okay, how do we take this and convert it into a movie? And I think Marvel's approach is more like, we have the story already. How are we going to present this? Like, how are we gonna how are we gonna make the movie work towards this storyline? Whereas you know, a movie companies like, how are we gonna take the story? and convert it into a movie. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good spot to end this episode. We'll continue with part two. Doop, 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 doop.